0: this mini episode of Big Mood, Little Mood. I'm your host, Danny M. Lavery, and this show is for you, our plus subscribers. Our guest this week is Carrie O'Donnell, a writer and comedian who also co-hosts Sexy Unique podcast. And here we are reading a letter from a listener. I think that is such a perfect note for our last letter because I just think that's the exact right spirit for it. Would you mind reading it?
1: Yes. Um, Subject is name change blues. My aunt recently legally changed her first name because her birth name has gotten a very upsetting stereotype on the internet. I'm wondering, guessing what that is.
0: I mean, read on. Yeah. It's going to go from pretty clear to extremely clear.
1: She and I are not super close, but not for bad reasons. We live on opposite coasts and mostly rely on my parents to update me on her life and the lives of my other extended family. The tone that my parents had for telling me this was that it was very blank name, both in the this is something she would do way, I guess they think of her as fairly self-centered and in the this fits the stereotype pretty well, haha way. I'm trans and my reaction to this news has basically been to accept it and move on with my life and to use her new name when talking about her to other folks. Not that I would do that a whole lot anyway. Because in my mind, the reason why someone changes their name is completely up to them and shouldn't mean we shouldn't use it if we think it's a bad reason. My parents and the rest of my family accepted my transition really well and were really supportive. That being said, they keep calling my aunt by her birth name, which makes me slightly uncomfortable. Like, if she had come out as trans, they would definitely use a new name. But I guess this reason is not good enough, in quotes, for them. To be fair to them, I'm not entirely sure she doesn't want to be called by her birth name, but I have no idea what the situation is there, and I'm not sure what to do. Not talk about her until I see her next, and then can ask her directly, question mark. Call her up out of the blue and ask her to chat with me about it. Ask my parents what's going on. Wow. So I'm assuming that your aunt changed her name from Karen to, mm-hmm. so, to something else. I think
0: that's incredibly clear. Yes.
1: Um. Wow. I mean, I think this is an interesting question. Like, this is an interesting background. And I, I think you as a trans person clearly have an experience and sensitivity to like dead naming and all and birth name you know what i mean so i think that that, Mm -hmm. this is like very i think it's showing how compassionate you are and like that you've had this experience and you get and you have other people that you know who probably experienced this um so it's really interesting and i think the name is so loaded now and i can understand why someone would not want that especially if they sort of see themselves in that Mm -hmm. um but i don't know I think. I don't know i think if you're like not that close with her like maybe just ask her directly like I, I feel like you can just be like hey what's the deal you know what i mean like i feel like there's no i don't know if you really i don't hearing this i don't feel like there's a lot of high stakes in this considering you don't really have much of a relationship with her anyway so maybe i would just be like in a cool like hey cool aunt uh what's going on want to talk to me about it?"
0: right yeah i mean you know i i also had some kind of like knee jerk reactions probably the first of which was like i feel like if you're like a a a person named karen who does not inhabit the stereotype at most it's going to be like lightly annoying but you're not going to feel like indicted by like a quick shorthand like way of referring to a certain degree of white entitlement i
1: had the same i had the cuz i have like I, yeah i i know karen's who are they think it's funny
0: Yeah, or just like... Have a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, like no one's using it to say like literally all white women named Karen are like this. And so, but again, like even if it's just truly like, uh, you know, it kind of reminded me I never really liked this name. And now that it's got like this other history with it, uh, I'm going to move on. That like, again, like even if I think the reason is slightly dumb, I think I also probably want to land in the same place as the letter writer, which is just like your birth name should be a jumping off point. And if you do decide to change it later, people should, you know roll with it. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I I can also imagine possible backstories here. I don't want to fill that in too much cuz like, uh, you know, I don't I don't want to assume, but um I hope I hope she changed it to something that, you know, nothing weird ever gets attached to it again. And um yeah, I think you can check in with your aunts if you'd like. Um you can absolutely also do the classic thing with your parents of like, "Hey, I know you might think this is a little silly." Uh, but, you know, when you don't use her name, it reminds me of people who don't use my name, and so, like, you know, I hope you will consider genuinely trying. And uh, You know, feel free to, like, especially if they're, like, slightly, like, liberal guilt types. Like, you can absolutely twist the knife a little bit and be like, <laughs> now I know what you really think about trans people. Like, you have my full permission to give them a guilt trip.
1: I think, like, not making it a joke, but just being, like, approaching it in a lighthearted way, but, like, definitely it sounds like it's making you uncomfortable. Like, honor that and be like, look, I yeah, like be like, oh, would you like what you just said, like guilt them or just be like straight up this. I don't like this. We should just call her what she wants to be called. And, you know, family stuff is family. Extended family drama is like such good fodder. Like it's so fun to like everyone loves sitting around and like splitting the hairs about other family members. So like I get the kind of clannish. Tribe, tribe, feeling like a family can get when they're like making fun of like an outsider family member or something. You know what I mean? But or like,
0: I, especially if they feel like this family member is getting a little too big for their britches, and who do they think they are?
1: Yeah, who does she think she is? Um, right. But it seems like this really bothers her, and I think obviously, like, if you have to laugh, like, d- don't do it in front of her, to her parents. I'm talking about this person's parents, um, but. Don't make fun of her, but I think I think you're right to be like, let's just call her what she wants to be called. There's nothing. There's not. It's not a big deal. Like, let's just yeah. let's just do it. It's easier than saying Karen, because then if you if you keep saying Karen, it's probably going to make you laugh because you're thinking about all the connotations it has. So like, maybe make it easier for all of us to just call her with this other name, and then we won't. We'll just stop thinking about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I the letter writer says I'm not entirely sure she doesn't want to be called by her birth name. Oh. No. So it doesn't sound like there's ever been like a direct convert. Like this is maybe something they've heard through telephone. But again, I think it would be absolutely fine. Even if you're not super close with this aunt, like you can absolutely just check in and be like, hey, wanted to make sure like what the story was there. Because it would be a little weird if she legally changed her name, but wanted everyone to still call her Karen. Maybe it's not unheard of. And I suppose it's possible that she only wants to change it with new people and is fine with her family or whatever. But you can find this out. It's not that weird to call. Go ahead and call like, I think one of the things that can be strange about something like this is you start to realize like, oh, I'm an adult now. I don't actually have to have my relationship with all my relatives mediated through my parents, but I don't necessarily want to be besties with anyone. But you can absolutely call, find out. It doesn't have to get to the level of like a huge fight with everybody, but by all means, if she has changed her name and she wants people to call her by her new name and everyone's being kind of a dillweed about it, you know, you can be in her corner and encourage them not to be. And, like, hopefully she didn't change it to something that she'll have to change it again. Like, hopefully she didn't go from Karen to Missy Ann.
1: (laughs) I think also, like, you never know, like, this could open the door for a cool friendship with your aunt. Or maybe, you know what I mean? Like, maybe this could be on the the best case scenario is, like, you start having a rapport with your aunt.
0: Yeah. Or it'd be amazing if, like, uh, you know, it's like she just wants to become a totally different kind of person. And, like, this, you know, kicks off the beginning of a beautiful friendship or Maybe none of those things. But yeah, all of this is like totally fine and understandable. And um
1: Or maybe yeah. you think that she's changed and is like, you have this cool relationship. And then you go out in public and she acts like a Karen. And you're like, okay, well, this is not going to happen. All those things right. are possible.
0: It, it's one of those things where like change the name if you want. But like if the behavior is there, sooner or later, people will probably mention it.
1: It's sort of like in recovery, they say like doing a geographic when you're spiraling and you're like, I'll move to... Chicago from New York. I'll be a, a
0: different person I'll there. be a different
1: person in Chicago. It's like, it's not about Chicago. It's not about LA. It's about you. You know? Yeah. Like, so
0: if you, if you don't inhabit the Karen problem, <laughs> for the most part, people will not be weird about your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if it's, I don't mean if to it's laugh. a little close.
1: I'm still, no, I'm still mean, thinking about you saying Dillweed.
0: So, yeah, sorry. That's like a very 2007 thing no, to I have love said. That. But that's where we are. It's what happened. Um, yeah, and just, you know, uh, they're there, but for the grace of God, go the rest of us. Like, there are plenty of ways that, like, trans white people can be super weird, and someday there'll be a nickname for that. <laughs> oh, there, I, there there was a lot of stuff about, like, Aiden's a few years back. I think that's definitely a a, a thing.
1: Aiden's? Um,
0: yeah, that has, like, a certain connection to a type of, like, white trans masculinity mm. um, that can ultimately be seen as sort of, like, Either like a bit cringy, a bit needy, or a bit do- like attempting to be domineering. That um, is it, I like related to
1: tender queer a little.
0: Uh, it's not exactly. I think it has more to do with a sort of like a uh, desire to assimilate um, into like I don't know, not necessarily the army, but kind of the army. Like yeah, but yeah, certainly like a desire to be seen both as like exceptionally gentle and incapable of like you know uh, shoving others around. But then also like, you know, you gotta respect my my manliness on my men's health cover or whatever.
1: Yeah, I think I mean, I feel like I with gays, like there's a there's a certain category of insta gays who sort of they're safe for they're family safe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're accessible to like straight people who can be like, Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know? Which is also, I guess, the gay aidens. The, yeah. the
0: yeah, no, if, if the issue is whiteness, again, like whatever your gender identity, whatever, like your membership in the like broader community, there'll be something. So there's, it's not like, oh, it's exclusive to like women or we're all waiting like that. Everyone's going to get a nickname if they deserve it. Um, and I think on that note, that's all I have for our last letter writer. Yay. Yeah. If you don't mind, I have a quick update uh, from a recent letter. Which is great because I've been always begging for those, and I finally got one, so I'm going to read that really quickly. Okay. Um, And this was from the letter called Redirecting Mom. I wanted to thank you and Jackie for answering my letter. Your advice was really helpful. To clarify a few things, yes, my stepdad was abusive to me, my mom, my sisters, and my step-siblings. My mom's livelihood does depend on him in every way. Part of her not feeling cared about is that out of six kids— Two of us still maintain contact with them. In that initial conversation about therapy, I had reassured her many times that I was only mentioning therapy, not trying to blame her for anything. I know she's been in pain for a really long time, as I've been the one to witness it and help her through it the most. I don't mention therapy anymore because you were right, she really can't give me what I thought I needed from her. I've started to implement new and firmer boundaries, as my mom treats me more like a friend or a sounding board than her child, and that can be hard to bear when I'm also trying to process my own trauma. I didn't mean to be flippant about her disease, and I understand how it came across as such. It was mostly these dramatic repetitions of I'm dying and I need all my kids to forgive me and talk to me that I really couldn't handle and that made me feel less sympathetic. She's on new meds that have helped her pain tremendously, which is great. I'm getting married next month and they'll be in attendance. My therapist and I are working through more childhood memories to reduce the emotional charge I feel around them. Processing trauma and breaking cycles can be extremely hard, but I'm proud of myself for doing this work. Thanks again. Oh, letter writer, thank you so much. That one's really, really been on my mind. And I want to also just now offer an apology for that kind of additional context of I'm dying and so I need my kids to forgive me while the pain can be very real is also a real trip and definitely can feel manipulative. So um I'm sorry you had to deal with that. That's a lot.
1: We've all I think our par- parents, I mean, I didn't I'm just chiming in hearing that, but yeah. the parents love a good martyr moment sometimes. Of any, either your dad or your mom, Um, so that that feels very relatable.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and I mean, it genuinely is challenging. I think, kind of like you know, I I remember in the earlier letter where you were like, "But I really do feel for someone who's in the closet." Like, if somebody really is in pain and dying, that's really hard. Dying is really hard, but it's also true that like
1: really hard.
0: (laughs) But it's also like if someone's also saying I'm dying and I need my kids to forget me, that's also a fucked up thing to do. But it's still hard that they're dying or closer to death, presumably, than we are. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard to hold those things at the same time where it's like, well, it really is, but I also don't want you to manipulate me. But also maybe someday when I'm dying, I'm going to feel like I need everyone to forgive me right now because I'm dying. Yeah. Um, wow. So, you know, that's a thing That's a about. It really is. Life is such a smorgasbord, and we just take turns. um.
1: Going up to the buffet.